right, here we go again. Um, forgive me, y'all. This is your girl, Lexi Lex, um, back here on Eagle of Encouragement. Um, earlier this morning, um, was scheduled to do an interview with a great woman of God by the name of Prophetess Pamela Hodge, who is a woman who I could say if there was a billboard and advertise of who defines encouragement, she would be one of them. Because one, one thing I always know is she's always encouraging people to live for Christ while also encouraging you to keep it real. She is not only a mother, she's a wife. Um, she is a blessing to, uh, let's be honest, anywhere she goes. And I both have been interviewed today, but because there's some um, technical issues going on with the app that's used to interview, um, the interview's been postponed. But I will say this, if you um, want to get to know her and what she's about, um, she is on um, social media, especially on Facebook. And you also visit her and her husband's ministry, which is called the Courage of Life Ministries in Harker Heights, Texas. So, you look for a place of ministry, of fellowship, and of encouragement, head down to where she is, okay? You will not be disappointed. Um, since this month is the month where women are celebrated, acknowledged, and honored. I think myself, let's talk about women who made a difference, made significance. And uh, throughout the years, um... There was a big case of chauvinism, and there are times a wrong mindset concerning women, because it's been taught, you know, men ahead, men lead, women are this and that, and sometimes people thought men, what well, women are inferior, and so um, sometimes a certain mindset concerning women can really affect how a man treats a woman, talks to a woman. Or process a woman speak to a woman, even to a point thing. Oh, she easy. No, sir. Women are a blessing, and um, I will say this as a woman, I am learning to say it's okay to be a woman. I love being a woman. I love the benefits of being a woman. And in this world today, uh, women here in the United States and overseas have made a statement saying I am woman Henry War whether in politics whether in athletics even in movies women have been saying to those that don't think women are capable of doing anything beyond the home of the kitchen and the bedroom and y'all know what I'm talking about women are making goals strides breaking walls barriers for other women that will come forth and um, since um, I'm doing a interview, I'll think myself, let's find some women to talk about that made difference in the area of media. And what me and my media is, whether in radio, um, you know, TV, you know, news broadcasting, music, you know, radio, all that stuff. And I was even trying to find um, someone who was the first female podcaster. I have not found one yet. So, I did find some history about um, different women that um, have made a difference and uh, really, um, let's say to say, um, that women can also be business women too in the media industry. So, the first woman is Kate Smith, and she was known as the First Lady of Radio, also known as the Songbird of the South. Um, her radio show started in 1931 and also had a sh- radio run from 1937 to 1945. 
She was also a singer. But one thing that smeared her career, her reputation, even her life was because of the fact she did a song called That's Why Darkies Were Born. Um, let's be honest, when you think the word darkies, hands down black folks. So um, there was a controversy about it and there were some other issues about it. And there was something like racial tolerance, stuff like that. And um, it's one thing when you don't know better and one thing you were taught that a woman of choice is one thing do it bluntly not think twice uh, that's not a character flaw but let's switch on to the switch on um, there's a lady um, that I um, was able to find and I'm glad I found out about this person her name is Dorothy Bronson and this is why I love this lady not only she was the first African American woman to own a radio, she also is the reason why Trinity Broadcasting Network came to came to play. Let me break it down for you. Besides the fact she was born March 13, 1939, and also went to own radio station, she also bought um, a radio station called WEBB, located in Baltimore, Maryland also in North Carolina in 1973 and 1979 she was also executive producer of Inner City Broadcast Corporation in New York City also in 1999 1990 she sells her radio station to establish Channel 48 which is identified as WGTV TV licensed in Burlington New Jersey and she also became the first black woman to establish a television station. In 2004, she ends up selling WGTV, excuse me, WGTW TV to Trinity Broadcasting Network due to some financial things going on. And the reason why I love this because this says, hey, I am woman, Harry Roar. And even though the first slate I talked about had her own was was the first person to have her own radio radio segment stuff like that. Miss Bronson was the first woman to not only own radio station, first black woman to own radio station, but the first one to buy a radio station. Buy not in one, the two areas, and also a TV station. Now who else does that? Especially. In a time where women, especially in workplace and in business, they probably have some barriers. And to see women doing their thing, especially was it buying radio stations in different areas, different cities, and instead of a TV station, come on now. You gotta get cool to that. But then I did some more research and I um found another lady who by the name of Hebron Fisher and I found this on CNBC.com who was the first VC I don't know what VC stands for based female-led podcast perform network in the Middle East uh, called Kerning Culture Network and this is why I mentioned her because in the Middle East um, there is a Certainly a culture towards women 
where there's a lot of standards, a lot of strict standards, and some I can understand why. But at the same time, um, if y'all do y'all research, Middle Eastern women um, have had a lot of mistreatment. And so, to hear a woman in the Middle East does something like this, that says a lot. Because sometimes, let's be honest, uh, whether you're in the United States or overseas, there's been a mindset that women are just made to do certain things. They're made to be the wife, made to be the mother of the house, homemaker, and nothing else. And it's one thing you call it because a homemaker, that's it. But there are times where there's more in you than just to be um, a wife and a mother. And you're not married yet, you're no less than a woman. I'm not married yet, not married yet. But don't make me less than a woman either. But the reason why I mentioned this woman because um, in the Middle East, a lot of stuff is going on. Especially, um, I visited, um, I had, um, when I was in the military, I had, um, went overseas. And um, I'm grateful to the Army, grateful to the military because it gave me a chance to travel. And I still want to travel to this day. I got a chance to understand the culture of the Middle East. And um, the, you know how you had those um, ladies have those veil, those veils, those head thingies? And what I got to understand why, I'm thinking to myself, it's one thing to make sure... Um, you know how the scripture said, don't get placed to the devil, and this was paraphrasing? But it was kind of like um, overdoing it. And I want to kind of religion-based, but that's just my view, my opinion on it. Um, also, kind of like refrain from, I guess, for the woman, I guess, eyeing, flirting, or lusting. There's a lot of reasons why the heavier was there, and I could kudos to y'all, Middle Eastern women, because I don't know how y'all do it. Um, but I know in the news and even the religious that's in the Middle East, y'all not talking a lot of things. And I, and this is just me, I would not be surprised if that head thingy is like liberated off y'all because. It's one thing to make sure you're faithful to your spouse and even if you're courting someone. But we're kind of like to a point extreme, like almost like controlling and kind of fear that if you even take it off, it might assume some insecurity or jealousy. It, it, it says a lot. So I, I wouldn't be surprised in the Middle East, especially the religions that, says, that supports the head thing for women to wear. I would not be surprised if that tradition is is really just eradicated because um, I don't think it's has with this and this is just my view, my opinion. It's one thing to have guardrails and boundaries, but it's another thing when you can't do it because you want control or there's a fear of security and you want to make sure that person, that woman, that wife don't leave you or don't give the guy attention. This is just wisdom for me. This is wisdom. Treat the lady right. Um, treat her as a precious jewel because men, not all y'all act like this. If y'all want your mom, sister, cousins, all those that you know are like like to your heart can to you like your big sister to you 
and make sure they treat you right by guy you need to do the same thing because if you tell that other man treat your mom your sister cut all them right but then you don't do it what says about you so uh, my prayer for y'all is if you're doing that please stop doing it and ask god give you the heart how to treat a lady even if they say no to you okay now there's another lady that um i found on here uh found on um, the research by name angel levis um as a mother of two boys she runs a network called a live podcast and she's the first black woman-owned podcast network um, that hosts a trend that um, actually was started and actually birthed for a trend that she noticed from major corporations how black black podcast hosts were being treated. And um, as I mentioned earlier with Miss um, Bronson, first black woman to not only own radio station, buy radio station, and first black woman to stab a TV station, when someone like this is found out where racism is occurring in in the workplace, especially when it comes to podcast hosting. Um, I'll be concerned too. I'll be like, hey, you know what? Uh, you're not gonna mistreat me because of my color, my skin, and I'm gonna do my own thing. And this is what Miss Angel Levis decided to do. Um, she has done other um other work, whether um in media, in the area of media, um, she um, is one of the reasons um, podcast with Tamar Braxton has come forth. She did another program, which I'm not gonna name because I'm like, uh, oh, actually, guess what? Produced first original program called The Devil Is a Lie. I want to find that episode and find that show. Besides the fact that she graduated from Harvard, she is CEO of DC Media Connection. And found a woman behind a business from profit. So, uh, women, we got a lot to be be excited about and proud of because even though there's stuff going on, even to the point where we see women, not all, are sometimes getting a certain label, certain identity, or sometimes give certain limitations because they're a woman. There are women who are breaking those barriers and saying, um, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And I don't care what gender um, you think I can't, can I do. I don't care if I am a woman. If I'm called to do it, I'm going to do it. And so, to those that feel like, or be around someone or somebody or a group of people that says, oh, you can't do it because you're a woman. Mm-mm. Uh, I'll tell you this: Don't embrace it, because there's a lot of women that are making, making, they are really um, giving the world notice that women can do a lot of things. Um, I'll give you an example um, in sports, um, and I probably do research on this: uh, softball, um, basketball, track and field, gymnastics, um, tennis. Um, in the tennis arena, Billy was it? I think Billy G. King, and then was it the Williams sister, Venus Estrella Williams? Come on now. And then um, in music, um, let's be honest with y'all. Um, I don't know who the first female artist to the music industry. 
But I'll tell you this. I may not know every entertainer. And I may not have been in every closed door business meeting. But I know there's some stuff going on. And I'll even give you an example. Um, I remember uh, watching Unsung and... There was an artist by the name of Kelly Price, and I remember was it Unsung? I think it was a, no, I think it was Unsung. It was another um interview I was watching, and I think it was on Terrell too. Um, about how there was a, a record label, and I can't recall if they signed her or not, or they did. It's, it's kind of conditional, and you know she could sing and she could sing, y'all. She could sing. She need to lose weight. And let's be honest. Um, I heard that men are visual. And their time. And let's be honest, y'all men. Not all y'all. Y'all wish women were skinny, petite, huggable. But I will tell you this. There are men who love women to have meat on the bones. And I want to say to women out there, um, you may not be getting broadcast, publicized in the limelight, but you are making strides, whether in the business sector, whether as an entrepreneur, as a parent, or as somebody in the body of Christ, you are making a difference, especially when you are in a male-dominated sector and they can be saying, oh, you're a woman, why are you even trying? Do me a favor. When you accomplish what you accomplish, you made how many closed how many closed their mouths. And also I want to say to those that's been discriminated, even not promoted, or select for certain jobs just because they're a woman. My prayer is that God will open the door for you to where it's not about gender. That there'll be some sort of favor on you to where you say, you know what? It doesn't matter gender. You have the qualifications. That if it went well, I'm going to hire you. And that you'll be around people that not only respect you as a woman, but also for women that respect ourselves. That we mentally, emotionally respect ourselves. Because um, let's be honest, y'all. Sometimes, um, sometimes we women do some things. And sometimes we're not proud of doing just to say, you know what, I want to hear me roar. I'm here. Um, take a look at me. My prayer is that we will get an affirmations of what a real woman is in God's eyes. Because the Bible says that we are fearfully month to be made. Marvels are thy works. And um, in the book of Genesis, um, how God rested on the seventh day, and even to the point where he um, gave Adam a long nap because he pulled a rib out of, out of Adam, and guess what? Eve came forth. So, so, let me just say this as a woman. Because myself, I got cursed myself. Ask the Holy Ghost. And if you're not saved yet, ask the Father, ask God. And he will tell you what he loves about you as a woman. And I will say this, um... God not out of confusion and you don't make mistakes. And if um, parents, 
have say, you know what, I wish you would have got a boy, I wish I had a boy instead of a girl. Um, my prayer is that, one, you forgive them, but two, that God delivered from that lie, but that uh, delivered from the rejection, and that you be content with what He made you. That you content with that He made you be a woman. And even though parents may say, oh, I want this gender instead of that gender, God knew what type of gender He wanted you to be. And so, as Women History Month is continually celebrated, may be encouraged and reminded that you are a blessing and woman. You are needed here. This is your girl, Lexi Lex. And remember, keep strong and eagle in your heart and mind and throughout life. And remember, somebody needs to give the God putting you. Have a great day and a great weekend.